You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, July 9th, 2021, as we're born on the radio some 26 years ago and since then raised by technology. Thank you for tuning in to Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Are you sure? Sometimes. All right. You know, we are your gas X for tech, if you will. If you've got a digital dilemma, let us help solve it for you. And these days especially, you absolutely want to call in. Why? Because of our big uh, Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. I thought you'd be more excited about the, it. The Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway! All right. Well, that's sort of good. That one of our listeners in uh, hour one, I think, uh, called. Uh, what was it? They said that the giveaway reads like a, a tech nerd's Christmas list. Yes, yes. Because there's so many cool things. Where do we find the whole list of cool things that we, by the way, add to every week? It's funny you should ask. Hey, yeah. I'm funny like that. Into tomorrow.com. We've got it, you know, posted right there, stuck right there at the top of the page. It's you know, stuck over, there. It's stuck there. Oh, that's actually what uh, you know our web publisher calls it. It's stuck. It's a stuck post. Sticky post. Sticky post. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck there. <laughs> but there is a, a separate post that says summer giveaway. And you click on that and we list all the goodies available. And while we always say, what do we always say? No promises, no guarantees. Thank you very much. So you're supposed to be talking more to give my throat a rest. But um, even though we say that all the time, we do want you to mention two or three of the items that you would like. Because we absolutely, with uh, with... No promises. No, no promises, no guarantees. No guarantees. Your mileage may vary. Yeah. Void were prohibited. <laughs> yeah. uh, and fortunately, it's not void were prohibited because nobody's prohibited to enter the right. summer giveaway. But the point is we want to hear you on the air. Then you win automatically. You don't qualify to win. You win when you're heard on the air. And we want to send you an item or two that would be of good value to you. And I could tell that a lot of our listeners are cool like me because uh, I keep saying that my favorite item in the giveaway is that uh, RoboRock oh, robotic man. vacuum. A lot of people want that. And we've had more requests, I think, for that than anything else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, of course, what we do in those cases is we do a, uh, a little algorithm, sort of uh, a digital pull-out-of-the-hat thing so that we're as fair as we can be to everybody. So that's why we say mention two or three of the items because we only have a couple of certain things and we have a bunch of other things. But if at least you mention that, there's a better chance you're going to get something you would use, something that would be of value to you, something that you could then sell on eBay. No, I hope not. Uh, but the fact is we want to get you something that you would use or you want or you want to give us a gift, whatever. Right? Yeah. Okay. Tech news and commentary, I believe, in this segment. And then we jump to calls. Dustin in Georgia, standing by. Still getting too many robocalls? Uh, uh, always. The uh, FCC now requires that carriers implement stricter measures to combat those annoying calls. Yeah, good luck. 
Stir Shaken, which is an acronym for, and bear with me here, the Secure Telephone Identity Revisited, which is the stir part, okay. and signature-based handling of asserted information using tokens. That's somehow the shaken part because it's, you know, it, I don't get these acronyms either. But okay, yeah. but what does it do? Anyway, it's it's the new FCC mandate for phone carriers, and it's designed to curb fraudulent robocalls and illegal phone number spoofing. Oh. Uh, the latter is a common scheme uh, where a scammer sends a fake caller ID, typically disguised as a local caller, to hide their actual identity. Now, the goal is per, for providers to verify that a caller ID is authentic and matches the number that will show up on your phone. Now, the deadline for implementation by carriers was June 30th. Now, the FCC said that small voice service providers with 100,000 or fewer subscriber lines get an extension until June 30th of 2023. Well, that's good, because they're a smaller business yeah. and probably can't afford what the big carriers can do. Right. So, But, but they're saying that extension might be shortened. Um, and just a little side note that I found very interesting. Uh, Americans received, just in the month of May alone, just under $4 billion robocalls. That's with a B. Yikes. In I one think month. I got $3 billion of them myself. Yeah. But $4 billion in a month, yeah. robocalls. And believe it or not, I don't know the number for April, but that was actually down from April. Really? So it was more in April. Oh. And, of course, most of them are about your vehicle's extended warranty. Yeah. That is the, why that? You know, just like why toilet paper shortage a year and a half ago? I mean, some of these things don't make sense, but it's irritating. Yeah. Four plaintiffs have filed a lawsuit claiming that Amazon's Alexa devices collect protected health information, like private conversations between patients and health care providers, in violation of federal and state wiretapping, privacy, and consumer protection laws. An Amazon spokesperson, of course, said consumers can manage whether conversations are recorded, how long recordings are saved, and what words activate the device. Yeah. And said Amazon's annotation process does not associate voice recordings with any customer identifiable information, to which I reply, Right. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, you know, and I did this uh, yesterday with my uh, the Alexa app on my phone. Um, and this is how you can tell that it is actually always listening and it doesn't just wake up when you say the wake word because you can go into the app and it'll give you a list of all the times where you've called out Alexa's name and activated the thing. Hmm. Now, those recordings always include when you say Alexa. So obviously it doesn't just wake it up when you say Alexa because it, it had to have been listening all the time and, it's, and, and recording all of the time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how would it have recorded when I said Alexa? Exactly. And remember... You are the product. So, of course, it's gathering as much information on you that it can. And in spite of an, an Amazon spokesperson saying otherwise, I am convinced, it's not a conspiracy theory thing, Alexa collects everything. Amazon knows more about you than you do. Yeah, well, and look at all the people that were talking about, you know, on Facebook, this whole trend a couple of years ago was the 10-year the photo challenge where, you know, show yourself 10 years ago, your profile picture from 10 years ago, and show your thing now side by side. And oh, yeah. Don't everybody do those was saying, things. Everybody was saying, no, that was really a, a, a thing to try to train facial recognition of software. Of course. Yeah, don't do those goofy things. Your mother, my ex, of course, of many years is one that's always doing those goofy setups of what, you know, what month were you born and match it up with something else and this facial recognition stuff and all these games, you know, from Facebook. Don't do that. Don't do them. It's not worth it. They're gathering information and it's only helping them to continue 
to invade your privacy as if there's any left. And again, if you've never seen the documentary, The Social Dilemma, we talked about it last year yeah. when it came out. You've got to see that documentary. Check that out. Netflix, I yes. think, was it? Yeah. Wow. Be sure to hit us up for more at intotomorrow.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call Into tomorrow, I'm Dave Graveline in our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech, gadgets and gizmos, products and services of all kinds available today and into tomorrow. Do me a huge favor, though, and participate on the program. You hear us say all the time, call in, win stuff. And there are so many easy ways for you to join us. Perhaps the easiest and newest is to visit us at intotomorrow.com. Click on that little red microphone that says Ask Dave on the right side of the site. On any browser that you're on, on your phone, your tablet, your computer, anything with a browser, and join us that way. Or the old-fashioned way still works. If you happen to be anywhere in North America, it's toll-free, 1-800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. Either way... We'd love to hear you on the broadcast and send you goodies that are shared by many of our sponsors and guests and other friends of the program regularly to share with you. So do let us hear from you at Into Tomorrow. Next up, joining us from Munich, Germany, a guest who brings us a product that improves society's health and fitness by using innovative tech, that's what got our attention, and the power of gamification. He is the sports tech innovator, he's an author, and he's the CEO of a company called Fun With Balls. That also got our attention. Marcos Kern. Marcos, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Hey, Dave. Perfect. We're slowly anticipating summer here, hoping that lockdowns finish soon. Oh, yes. And super, super happy to be on your show. Ah, Well, thank you. We're delighted to have you with us as well. And this is another one that you've got to come to intotomorrow.com and check out the video as we discuss this with Marcos, not just to see Marcos, but to see the product that we're talking about and how fun with balls plays an important role in uh, in society's health and fitness. Tell me about fun with balls, and then let's get into the particular product. 
Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, everybody notices the name. It's so funny because people always think that coming from Germany, it's a, it's a mistake that we <laughs> sort of have a double meaning. Um, but to, to be completely truthful, we knew that we were attacking quite a big problem and we always knew we need attention first. <laughs> so, uh, having a little giggle when you hear our name is fully intentional in this case. No, um, we started the company because we want to combine gamification and sports and sports obviously has a massive problem in a lot of different different regions, whether it's participation or just our own discipline to actually pick it up each day. And so we thought, why not make it much more fun and make it like computer gaming and turn the problem into a solution. And that's awesome, because when when you see the video that we're showing and, and going to show much more of during this interview, you certainly can get that that big picture, if you will. It is fun with balls. It is an opportunity to be active. Uh, and I love the fact that, yeah, it gets people's attention. And that's what counts in the long run. You know, I've said on the air many times, it's like sex. Now that I have your attention, I just have something to tell you. You know, it has nothing to do with it. But everybody goes, what? You know, it works. And, and it's a great marketing move. Um, the whole revolution of of classic sports and fitness in general has that been a revolution, do you think, during the pandemic? Has Have there been opportunities for people to say, you know, just because I can't go out doesn't mean that I shouldn't be active even in my own home? Is that kind of what got you guys more motivated as well? Well, we've always been planning to launch a B2C uh, product as well. Before that, we've been building systems for sports halls and all sorts of facilities. Um, Corona obviously helped us to push the BTC a little bit faster. And I think in some case, there's, I probably wouldn't call it a revolution, but there's a gigantic shift in consumer behavior happening because people are realizing that these amazing products like Peloton, Swift, Tonal, Mirror, are finally at the stage where they become manageable in a nice way. So it's not mm -hmm. like they become convenient enough so they actually find the way into your home. And it's been a solution for a lot of people. The big question will be, what's happening after lockdowns are lifted? Are you still going to be sitting on your Peloton bike mm -hmm. three times, four times, five times a week? Or is that a very, very expensive coat hanger that you bought? Yeah, wow. And and hopefully not because of the investment that, that you may have made in some of this equipment. Uh, and, of course, when you mentioned B2C, for those not familiar, that's business to consumer. Uh, because now we're talking about while you've been taking care of sports complexes and arenas and, and bigger uh, scenarios, it is time in, in, in your company's uh, time frame, fun with balls, to say we need to do something for the home, for the consumer. Uh, so tell me about uh, this particular uh, new interactive Limbic Active, L-I-M-B-I-C, Limbic Active, also .com. Uh, but what does that mean, Limbic Active? Well, the limbic center in your brain is basically where your motivation is born or where your endorphins are. Like, this is where the good feelings come from. This is where good behavior is being rewarded. This is where the, you feel butterflies and when, when, you're, when you fall in love. So we took that because everything that we experienced the last four years, especially with sports halls, is once we bring together gamification and sports in the way that we do, the whole element of discipline, the whole element of you should train, you must train, turns into Let's have fun for hours and just be completely immersed in this fun activity. It's like gaming, just it's 100% full physical workout. Um, and we always wanted to bring that into a much smaller form factor that actually enables us to bring it into your home. So it's been a lot of pretty, pretty high-tech development. 
And when we had it together, we were looking for a name. And limbic is always something that, that's been with us because actually it comes from the research side. So this is literally like, what is the human organ that we try to attract with our products? It's a limbic system. So it was naturally to just call it limbic active. And so far, we're very, very happy with it. Wow, I think that's terrific. And, and you're right about releasing endorphins and, and just being active. And it's so much easier, especially when folks talk about how difficult it is to do any kind of exercise. I mean, there are those, you're probably one, that loves exercise. and, and it's, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Me either. And you can tell I, I, by looking at me. But the fun- That's why I came up with these products. I'm, <laughs> I'm my best client. I hate <laughs> Going for a run or doing exercise just for the sake of exercise. You can yeah. chase me to hell with that. Yeah, good point. Touche. Um, so it's, it's much better, I think, for most people, if not all, to have more fun with whatever exercise you're doing. You brought up the Peloton bike, for example, and because they have a screen and a coach and come on, we can do this. We're going to go up a hill now, whatever. It, it's also distracting you. You know, I'm on my treadmill most mornings. If my doctor's listening, um, and but I can't be on it if the TV's not on, you know. I, I mm. just I just can't. It's like I just can't do that walk. So if you can do something that's fun at the same time, oh, and by the way, it's also healthy for you. But we don't have to admit that, you know. Then it, you want to do it, and you want to hopefully do it more. So no doubt, this is where your system comes in handy for a lot of people to say, "I'm in." Exactly. I mean, the, the, the basic functionality of all our doing is always the differentiation between a push and a pull relationship. Mm-hmm. Is it like an extrinsic motivation or an intrinsic motivation? And this is what computer gaming, esports, Netflix and Amazon Prime are extremely good at. It's the full intrinsic motivation. You just get lost in it for hours. So we just try to translate that into a much healthier and much more positive element of getting you to work out. Um, and so far, like I said, think of it like teaching it to a young kid. Nowadays, you have to tell kids they have to go to training if they want to become good. Turn it around. That, let them want it. Yeah. And you win the game. Oh, good point. And and usually for younger kids, it's not a problem. They want to play sports. Well, if you can get them off the computer and off the game systems. Uh, but the fact is, they, they can be and they want to be generally more active. Uh, certainly in, in years past, that was the case. Let's hope it is again. Uh, but what makes the limbic active so revolutionary, uh, especially now from a consumer standpoint? And uh, at the same time, I want to make sure with our radio audience, those that have yet to see the video that we're talking about here, um, how do you describe the system? Well, generally, all our systems work with sensing technology and motion tracking to basically take all the information that your body has and objects that you throw or a tennis racket or even just a big like soft stick or any form of ball that you can throw and you throw that to a wall and this is where like very sophisticated computer games happen you can shoot monsters but you can also do very very high frequency and high uh, uh, intensity uh, assessment and, and training and volley training with with uh, tennis and what what we do in big locations is that gets into very very sophisticated yeah pro training with limbic we basically created a system that brings all that sensor technology in one box so we created our own little lidar sensor that tracks a wall so you just attach it to the wall you attach a projector you can have screen sizes from about two to four meters width 
And that becomes a very, very interactive touchpad. And at the same time, we have all the information of your body, meaning like we have that interactive touchpad. We can tell you, throw with your right hand this ball to this monster. Otherwise, it's not going to die. We know exactly how hard that will be for you because given the angle, you will have to run pretty fast to get the ball after it rebounds. Uh So all that comes together in like, it just looks like fun games, but the complexity behind it of what works and what we actually know you can achieve and whatnot, data tracking, analytics, leaderboards, then becomes this whole immersive experience where normally we see people, okay, cool, I'm going to try it. They're yeah. going to watch it. They're going to like it. And then it's like, come on, try it. And it's like, yeah, but just one round. 45 minutes, these same people are still stuck there and they're going to tell you, okay, just one more round. Okay, no, no, wait, wait, wait. This one I can, okay, just wait. We'll finish in a second. Just let me... And that's how your brain loves things. This is how you learn. You're in the flow state, like you're you're deeply immersed in what you're doing, and you don't notice the hard part about sport. You don't notice the 200 burpees that you're doing while you're trying to fly a plane through a canyon. You don't notice that your arm is completely uh, sore because you've always been throwing and catching balls over and over and over. And this is how we push you a little bit above the line. That's where the good training happens. So that one round becomes a very long one round, perhaps. But that's a good sign because you, you're exactly. motivating people. We're going to take a quick exercise break. Well, okay, it's really a commercial break. And come back and talk more with the CEO of Fun With Balls and his Olympic Active System, Marcos Kern, as Into Tomorrow continues. Don't go away. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses. From digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts, our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, our 26th year on the air, covering the latest in all kinds of cool stuff today and into tomorrow. We're talking with sports tech innovator, author, and CEO of Fun With Balls, Marcos Kern. Now, you said, Marcos, that we you know everything about the body. Are we wearing sensors of any sort, uh, anything like that? I'm, I'm also, again, thinking of the radio audience first, yet to see the video, imagining uh, this LiDAR scenario and a projector. One of the things that I loved, you know, I interrupt myself because there's so much to talk about here, is that you could play tic-tac-toe with a ball on your wall. I mean, that kind of thing, whether you're throwing it or kicking it or whatever, I mean, it was just, it's different. It was motivating. Uh, And I could see where people can say, yeah, I'm in. I'll do that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, maybe I'm going to be winded after the second or third tic-tac-toe round. But it's a good way to say, look what this can do. And then, my gosh, as you mentioned, flying a plane through a canyon, (laughs) we're exercising, but we don't realize it as much. And that makes it more fun. That's exactly down to the point. Um, So to answer your first question, no, you don't need any extra trackers. We love to completely 
we love VR, but it's nothing for us because we like to be in the real reality. We like real objects. We like real complexity. No Bluetooth trackers, no extra. We track you. We track the ball without. We track any kind of ball. You can throw a cricket ball, a tennis ball, a baseball ball, whatever you want. You can even some people play with stuffed little animals because they don't roll away. Well, also, um, it doesn't put holes in your wall. So I guess if, exactly. you, if you do a stuffed animal or or a, a fake snowball foamy thing, you know, then no yeah. problem. Don't be throwing softballs or baseballs unless you have a very strong wall, I guess. Some people do that actually in their garage. Like we even oh. have videos of people like throwing like baseballs from like 20 meters away into their garage onto our systems just to prove that they have good aim. So <laughs> the applications are very, very wide. Obviously, we recommend as soon as you have neighbors to use the soft foamy balls because yes. they're also not as loud. Um, but like I said, what we always love about this, and just like you said, even a very simple game of tic-tac-toe, once you introduce a physical element to it, like a ball, the complexity in terms of learning, cognitive skills, and coordinative skills, motor skills, hand-eye coordination, becomes so high that sometimes people even play our games and they're like, literally, they can't catch because they're focused on the ball, on the wall, stepping, but... but it takes very, very few minutes and you fully like your brain just gets used to that. And that's also just apart from the physical training. It's a very, very, very good mental workout. Oh, it seems like it. I mean, I'm already mentally working out and, and, and haven't even tried it yet. Uh, and it seems like that's really what differentiates Olympic Active from Peloton or Mirror or some of these other things that have you involved and, and distracted in a good way. But this is real activity here. This is moving around and not just stationary bicycle, for example. Um, and that's what I think is, is going to motivate more and more people. Uh, and I say going to because this is a product that is available how soon? Not yet, right? Well, the, the bigger uh, systems that we already have have been on the market. Yes. Uh, Limbic Active is now launching July, August. We might even have the situation that we bring it a little bit further to the front. So we might launch a little bit earlier. Nice. As you know, Germans are very careful. Um, <laughs> so uh, depending on how Corona goes with our supply chains, uh, uh, latest July, August, it's going to be on the market. Terrific. And hopefully, fingers crossed, earlier, because I can see this happening. Now, the next question, obvious, how much in U.S. dollars are we talking about? Because people listening are already getting motivated, too. They're already in the mental state of, all right, I'm in. I want to do this, too. Uh, what uh, is yeah. it? We have to second mortgage the house to get it, or how does that work? No. Um, we're now targeting a price of around 1200 to $1,300 okay. um, for the system. You also need a projector. Most people have projectors by now. Then again, about two, three hundred bucks, you can already get a good projector today. Um, we're going to price it. The final pricing decision will be just when we start the, the production line. Gotcha. Um, we have a couple of pretty good pre-order deals. I mean, we started on Kickstarter where we had like sold quite a few and they started around, I think, 900 bucks and they were gone right away. Um, so we're thinking about a new pre-order batch maybe for some or even just putting free requests and um so probably next week we have some good updates for that ah, terrific and of course you'll keep us informed as well because i'm anxious to tell people so you you need a projector but as you mentioned two three hundred dollars you can get a really good projector uh, but otherwise everything else you provide right the limbic active system has the lidar you attach to the wall then all you need is a wall 
Uh, hopefully, exactly. hopefully without a bunch of pictures and everything on it that are going to get knocked down as you get more and more active. Uh, so beyond that, uh, you're good to go. Exactly. And it works with all sorts of objects. The funny thing is we all already have, like some of our beta clients already use the system and they completely leave away the balls because they only love the motion tracking. Uh -huh. So they actually have a TV and a wall full of pictures, but they don't throw stuff because a lot of the things also movement and you can just tap the wall and so on. But um, yeah, the, the system is, it's only this big. I don't have a prototype here, only the small one. The other ones are up there. Oh. Um, Everything is in there. So you have the speakers in there. You have a lighting in there. You have a computer in there. It has Wi-Fi access. Um, so you need nothing else except a projector. Wow. So it really is a system. Uh, it's not just one little thing you're attaching to the wall for twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300. It's a full system. Yeah. In your book, The Future of Sports, you claim that sports will change fundamentally. What does that mean? How, how do you see sports changing in general? Well, we already see the biggest change of sports that ever came, which is the change in numbers. Mm. And if you now look, especially at sports participation, a lot of sports are growing still. But most of the sports have massive problems with, with participation and also with viewership and attention span. Even soccer, like the, the biggest sports in the world, like there's never been more kids in soccer school below 13 than today. But there's been more kids in soccer school with 15, 16, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, because that's rapidly declining. Parents are still putting their kids into soccer school, but nobody wants to follow up because if you look at the digital offering that is around, flying a drone, Netflix, Amazon, like all these amazing things that you have, Fortnite, League of Legends, this just works with our brain, just like this amazing thing yeah. works with our communication. We're used to a different pace picking up a tennis racket on a Saturday afternoon, going alone to uh, a tennis center to meet the 60-year-old guy that's going to teach you a nice swing for three hours. That's not an attractive offering in 2021 compared to downloading Fortnite, yeah. where all your friends are hanging out and 60 million <laughs> are playing right now. You want to join? So sports has to fundamentally change the way that this product or this lifestyle or these values are actually lived and played otherwise participation is going to go down and it's simple math um, if you just project what's going to be happening with the decline in participation even big sports are going to be having massive problems in 20 30 years wow and at the same time tech enables us to make everything so much more engaging fun and work on retention well, Marcus, you are fun to talk to and the company Fun With Balls. I get it. I, and I absolutely understand the whole not only marketing concept, but what you do and what drives you guys uh, to do what you do. So we invite our audience to visit your website, limbicactive.com. It's L-I-M-B-I-C active.com. You can also visit funwithballs.com because there's other stuff there, too, you'll get a kick out of. But the fact is, we'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Come see this video for sure if you're listening uh, on the radio and not yet watching the video. You have to see what we're talking about and why I'm even motivated and I hate exercise of any sort. What do you mean physical activity? Yeah, right here. I pick up a pen. That's physical activity enough for me. But I want to play tic-tac-toe on the wall with a ball and my grandson or something. I mean, that that has got me motivated.
and the twelve or thirteen hundred dollars is a different story. But I know, like anything else with technology, prices come down as well, and you're going to sell so many of them that they become very affordable. So we'll we'll certainly stay in touch, get you back on the show again, and talk about it. Uh, what what's next for you guys with fun with balls? I mean, I know this is the main thing, but are, what are you working on around the corner and into tomorrow that might be also of interest to the audience? Well, uh, Libic Active definitely is the, the big, big, big thing that we're working right now. Even even the most experienced people that look at it can imagine that there's so much more hidden in this product and in the way that we can actually enable it for a multitude of different applications in the physical space. Um, we also, our uh, B2B business is just picking up really, really nicely again. So we're like helping schools, community centers, like all these amazing locations that have the problem of having high traffic and people moving by not being active to basically just have them move by while they're being active. Um, We're also starting to work with a couple of governments. There's a couple of cool things coming up in the U.S. And there might be one or two more sports that we might uh, tip our toe in in the near future. Very good. Well, Marcos, we wish you well. And again, stay in touch because we want to help let our audience know as things develop even further into tomorrow. Limbic Active, L-I-M-B-I-C, active.com. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us from Munich, Germany. And uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch by all means. Most definitely. It was a pleasure being on the show, Dave. Thank Thank, you. Thank you, sir. Again, limbicactive.com for more information. Intotomorrow.com is where we want to meet with you. So do join us there. I'm Dave Graveline. We continue bringing you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Into Tomorrow continues. You know, when Play-Doh was first developed in the 1930s, it wasn't a toy. It was a way to clean wallpaper. (laughs) I don't know how techy it is, but that's kind of an interesting fact to share. Inventions and patents, those are all tech. Yeah, it all makes sense. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. It's time for our Here's Chris Graveline. IFA, IFA history, IFA history. In 1975, during the International Funkausstellung, better known as IFA, the first self-converging picture tube was demonstrated as a prototype by several manufacturers. Wow. The cordless ultrasound remote control was introduced by Telefunken, demonstrated after another breakthrough technology, the first completely modular television chassis. Siemens introduced the automatic program search for television sets. Until then, channels had to be found by carefully adjusting a rotary knob. 
That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. There you go. Dustin in Woodbine, Georgia, listens on WBQO when you need to know. And we love you for it, Dustin, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. Hey there. I'm looking at purchasing a TV for outside uh, underneath my screen enclosure. Do you recommend any certain TVs for the outside, for the weather, being down in Georgia, for being a hot climate, or can I just put a regular TV up? Well, I'd put a regular TV up and a really, really big Ziploc bag. But that might be difficult. So, Dustin, regular TVs may survive outside, but you shouldn't count on it. It's not what they're built for. And the weather in some areas, certainly Georgia, can fall outside of their operating specs. Georgia mostly has relatively mild weather compared to places like here in South Florida, for example, with our humidity, or Minnesota with their cold. But there are still no guarantees that a TV will last. And if you want to try this with a regular TV, don't... Don't buy one that's too expensive, at least until you know that your weather won't kill it. Um, If you want something that'll live outside permanently and don't mind paying a steeper price for it, there are weatherproof TVs. Uh, For example, the Furion brand sells them almost exclusively. Their TVs tend to be a little more expensive. Uh, Think about $1,000. But you can find outdoor TVs from lots of brands, from pretty unknown and inexpensive ones like QIMO to huge names like Samsung, which, of course, will sell them at a premium and will most likely ask for a few thousand dollars. For example, a 55-inch Samsung Terrace sells for roughly $3,500. Yikes. Now, if you're happy to test this out with a relatively cheap TV, knowing you may end up losing it, give it a try. I would. Georgia weather's not that extreme, so you may luck out and be able to use an indoor TV outside without many issues. But you don't want to spend your money on top of the line indoor TVs without at least testing with a cheaper model first. And now, either way you go, I'd recommend also getting an outdoor cover for your TV. Uh, while it won't make it waterproof, it will at least offer some protection when you're not using it. And you can find those on Amazon for like 20 bucks. That's true. And it, that keeps some of the weather, especially if it's inclement weather, if it's raining, you're not going to be outside watching TV anyway. You're going to be inside. So cover the thing. And you can do that. They have like little cinch cable type things yeah, underneath. They have cinch cables. They have Velcro ones. They have yeah. kind of plastic rubber, like poncho type material, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Almost like a car cover only, obviously. Obviously not as big, but it'll help protect the set. And again, buy a cheap one and just give it a shot. What have you got to lose? And you'll be the talk of, of all your friends. Look at that. He's got an outdoor TV. Well, they don't know you didn't spend thousands on it. And it works. It's a TV. does the job. The other issue is in the sunlight, in the bright sunlight, can you even see the TV well? Yeah. If you don't already receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter, very easy to do. Visit intotomorrow.com. Among other things, you'll see some hmm thoughts to make you smile. You'll get a listing of who's on the show this week. We list the current prizes available, especially now during the summer giveaway. We highlight a bunch of cool stories. And Beth has a tech tip every week. Yeah, this week, ever worry about coming home too late or to a dark house or that the wrong people will see you, see no movement in your home for a long time and possibly decide to break in? Well, we tell you about some cool home automation fixes that uh, will help simplify many other parts of your life as well. There you go. Just put in your email address at the little box that pops up when you visit intotomorrow.com and then check your email and check your spam filter, too. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. 
How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. As Into Tomorrow continues, did you know that there are computers designed for Amish people with selling points like no internet, no video, no music? No fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they don't say that, but that pretty much rounds, wraps it up. And we don't have to worry about offending them because they're not listening. Right. But why would you have a computer then oh, if you have none of that? I guess maybe the furniture business. Yeah. But there you go. Or what horse and buggy is available yeah. as an Uber horse uh-huh. or something. Anyway, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Our Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting, and we couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start your own podcast. Visit blubrry.com. Jeff in Ackerman, Mississippi, listening on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome Into Tomorrow. Is there any laptop? that compares to the iMac in the IBM side. Ooh, well, Jeff, the iMac is a desktop computer, but even if you mean the MacBook line, the answer is still no. IBM sold their consumer PC line to Lenovo way back in 2005, and they haven't made consumer laptops or desktops since then. Uh, They still do make high-end corporate servers and other machines, but nothing for the consumer market. And now, if you want to buy the descendants of their old ThinkPad line, Lenovo still makes them, and their higher-end models are competitive with MacBooks. Uh, Lenovo also makes very inexpensive models that are not comparable, so you'll have to spend a little more money and buy a premium model if you want it to compete with another brand's premium products. Yeah. Now, if you were just asking, you know, not specifically about the IBM brand, but like that IBM kind of operating system, like years ago, it was always Mac or, Mac or IBM, even if it wasn't an IBM computer. I mean, you can look at some of these Surface Pro machines. The higher-end ones will probably be comparable with the, with the iMacs, That's these true. bigger all-in-one machines. Yeah, there's, there is a bunch of stuff out there. So if you have anything specific, Jeff, that you want us to address, let us know, and we'll dig a little deeper for you. In the meantime, we certainly want you, like Jeff and others, to call in, be heard on the air, and you win fabulous prizes automatically in the cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway. And we've got stuff from companies like Roborock and Skosh and OWC, Tivic Health, Car Keys Express, Razor, Typewise, Vox Electronics, Viper, all sorts of stuff that you're going to want to win. Just by calling and participating on the show at 800-899-INTO, that's 800-899-4686, or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.